Welcome to Converse on the Couch from Life Stance Health, where each episode you'll hear engaging informative conversations with leading mental health professionals that will help guide you on your journey to leading a healthier, more fulfilling life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Converse from the Couch by Lifespans Health. I'm Nikki Lianza, and on this episode, I'll be talking with Carolina Sanchez, a clinician from one of our Lifespans Beachwood, Ohio offices, on the topic of Latinx parenting and mental health. So welcome, Carolina. Great to have you on. Thank you. It's great to be here. Um, This is my first time doing a podcast, so I'm very excited to have been invited to do one. You're welcome. It's great to have you. I'm sure it's going to be a wonderful episode. Um, Hispanic Heritage Month is this month, so we're really excited to have you on on this topic, this very important topic, looking at um, Latinx parenthood and mental health. We know there's some maybe specific uh, positives and some struggles that might come along with with parenting as a Latinx uh, parent. So we'll definitely talk about that more and I'm looking forward to it. So, so Yes, I am too. So let's just Ben, please tell us a little bit about you. Sure. So I am a licensed professional clinical counselor. I've been practicing for about five years now. Um, I was born in Puebla, Mexico, and came to the U.S. when I was 11 months um, with my 23-year-old single mother. So um, in that time, before my mom met my now stepdad, it was her and I. Um, We were very close together. She and another um, aunt, her sister, was also a single mother. Um, And at the time, they were both raising their siblings, their younger brothers. And through that, um, I grew very close to my mom, did everything together. Um, There wasn't a time we weren't apart. And as I got older, that continued. Um, And it's been something that has been truly special to me. And even more so now that I am a therapist, I have um, been able to look at our relationship in a very different way. And it has allowed for my mom and I to have conversations about parenting, about what it was like for her to parent at 23. Growing up, I don't think I ever looked at my mom as a young mom. But when I got to 23, I realized like, wow, that is a very young age to have a child, let alone coming to a new country where you're learning all of these different social norms, um, not really speaking the language, not having a whole lot of other support aside from, you know, our immediate family, her sisters, um, her siblings. So it has brought a very um, interesting perspective for me as a therapist to have had such a close relationship with my mom and learning what it was like for her to be a mother, learning what it was like for my aunts. My mom's one of 12. She has, she's one of eight sisters, um, learning about what their experience was like being mothers. Um, and since then, I have taken a very huge interest in postnatal and um, postpartum depression 
and understanding how that impacts so many mothers in the world and specifically how it has impacted the Latinx community as well. Well, you have truly an inspirational story, Carolina. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. So let's jump in and talk about what are some of the reasons why Latinx parents are particularly vulnerable to an increased risk for mental health concerns? Sure. Well, there's that general stigma that I think is unfortunately part of every person's life, every culture. Um, and even more so in the Latinx community due to some of the beliefs that are there about mental health and the taboos. Um, A big part of also um, it being very difficult for Latinx parents um, specifically is the gender roles and the traditional Mm -hmm. way that that is viewed. Religion also plays a a very big part um, in the sense that you don't talk about your problems with people outside of your home. And when there is generational trauma and a sense of a way that you should be as a mom or as a parent, that definitely plays a very huge role in how then that person experiences their pregnancy and all of the changes that come from that that sometimes don't necessarily have to do with the environment, but just chemically. Um, There's also a term in Spanish called Marianismo, um, and it's this idea of a woman's role in her family. And what that means is there is a sense of self-sacrifice, the sense of completely devoting yourself to your family and even more so to your child. And so there's a loss of identity that then comes from that because you go from being your person, being, you know, who you were prior to becoming a mom to now that is your only role. And Everything that you do is now for that child. And that can be very alienating and very, very overwhelming, especially if there isn't anyone there that can help you with the things that are hard to talk about, which might be not bonding with your child, um, not feeling like you're doing a good job or not getting the right help with your child because of certain traditional views and how it should be, um, which causes a lot of internal conflict when as a parent, you may feel differently than what you're being told should be. Um, And because of this, a lot of the different issues and the different emotions that one goes through when you have a child, you kind of brush it under the rug because you don't want to come off as you can't do it. You don't have the ability to do it. The judgment, right? Because there's already this perception that you have to be this perfect woman, this perfect mother, um, which is a lot more complicated, as we know, 
Um, and so because these issues don't get addressed, then they just continue to form and continue to pass down generations until, you know, there is a break in that cycle. Um, but, you know, a lot of Latinx mothers also have a hard time finding help. Um, you know, a lot of them, unfortunately, come from low SES. So there's not a lot of resources out there. Um, there's not a lot of conversations about it either within the culture, um, especially, you know, within friends, within maybe local community members. There is still a lot of old type of thinking that obviously hinders one's ability to have better mental health. So those are a few of the ways um, that there's more of an increased risk. Um, but mainly it is these meanings that for generations have been assigned to the role of what a mother should be, how a mother should be. Um, and then coming to a place, whether it's you've immigrated to the country or you grew up in a family that way, while also being in a different culture that has a completely different view. Right. And trying to make sense of this is what I feel may be right for me as a mom, yet my family, my upbringing, what I am attached to is telling me this other thing. And that creates a lot of guilt and it can create a lot of tension within families, um, especially if that family is also intergenerational where mom and dad may be living in the home. So now it's not just you being the parent, but now they're also the parent, mm -hmm. which can be very difficult. Oh my, I, I can only imagine. This also makes me think if a, a Latinx parent does reach out to seek counseling and maybe they're matched with a mental health professional who isn't uh, culturally competent and aware of specific Latinx family values, cultural values. And, and so without maybe knowing some of those core values or understanding it, even the counseling can look, can look very different and kind of go at odds of, of the culture itself, especially if oftentimes with, in, in therapy with in the U.S., we emphasize a lot of self-care and, and like putting ourselves up there to really nurture ourselves. And that can seem one counterintuitive to a Latinx parent who if the cultural value of like, no, you set your, your child above you and it's, it's all about them. I can see where there'd be even a mismatch mm -hmm. in where the counseling would be taking uh, things. And so even if they do finally reach out for help and, and get counseling, you know, the importance of being matched with someone who is very culturally astute in Hispanic values and Latinx values would be so key. So that's why I would think someone like yourself would be just stellar in working with this population, obviously, because you really understand, right? Yes, yes. And, you know, a big part, too, of working with cultures that are different than yours, especially with topics like this, and where a lot of tradition is placed on how a child is raised and what happens with pregnancy is asking you know that person that you're treating what does being a mother mean to you 
what does being pregnant mean to you? What is important to you? And it's learning what they've felt and how they identify as that and where that incongruence is coming from and the messages they've received throughout their life from that parent and where they're finding trouble Mm -hmm. and what is causing them distress because of that. Right, right, for sure. And and so as as you mentioned some of the stigma and what kind of inhibits transgender seeking mental health, you know, if they do kind of break through and, and seek it, you know, I think you're giving some great guidelines of like how to help navigate it. Mm-hmm. Let's take it from the point of view of like, what are some tips for Latinx parents that they can do specifically on their own to help improve their mental health? I think one, it's reaching out to community resources that are specific to parental needs. Yeah. Um, places where they can receive resources. They can be part of support groups, um, be in more of a community type setting, because that is a little bit more of how the Latinx community connects. Okay. It's a sense of community. It's a sense of coming together with like-minded people versus the one-on-one talking everything out to you know a complete stranger which can be very difficult with any person but even more so in this culture where you're taught to keep you know business at home and you don't talk to other people about it and you don't tell other people about all of these different things because of this idea of having to look perfect Mm -hmm. um so going out in those settings and finding, you know, people to help support you in those ways. Um, Really, you know, just being open to understanding biologically and medically what, what being a parent is in terms of, you know, what happens to your body, the hormone changes, how lack of sleep impacts you, and just maybe focusing more on those things to address them, to better understand um, and really just being open to getting help in a way that feels safe for that person. That would be very imperative right there. What feels safe to them for sure. Mm -hmm. Jumping back to the stigma, any other thoughts on how else to break the stigma within the community? So I've actually been noticing um, a lot of social media movements to specifically address the cultural implications to Latinx mental health mm-hmm. and helping, you know, generations um, that are, you know, coming out of the more traditional household um, and also just in terms of immigrants who have come to the US and are now raising their children in an American culture, there has been a lot of information out there on understanding all of these different things that you bring with you as a result of being raised in a Latinx 
household. There's a lot of, you know, information on what generational trauma means, mm-hmm. um, on, you know, the term of Marianismo, as I uh, shared earlier. There's another term, machismo, which is that sense of an alpha male um, in the household and men having to be the strong one and having to be the one to do all of these things that, you know, in America we see as traditional, but are a little less broken and not so rigid in that sense that when you come from a Latinx culture, that can be very, um, that can be a a big culture shock. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, using those avenues to listen to people talking about it, you know, professionals who come from a Latinx background, books, there's a ton of books out there too. Um, There's ways to get involved with certain social issues as well. Um, And again, I think the biggest way is to do it in what feels the safest. Yeah. And slowly starting that way, because it can be very overwhelming to go from a, a belief system that you've had your whole life to it being questioned and it not feeling congruent to who you are and then feeling like, what do I now do on top of adjusting to being a parent? Yeah, I agree. The flip side here of what I'm thinking, and I, I've worked with some clients who came from this perspective where parents are culturally Latinx, uh, children uh, very, very Americanized, uh, and maybe there is some issues that they're struggling with, anxiety or depression, mental health stuff, but there'd be a hesitancy to bring it to the parents for fear that, oh, it's in your head or it's not a thing. And have you... uh, seen that as well or the difference with with maybe the kids who are a bit more americanized more embracing of mental health and and maybe a hesitancy to bring it to latinx their latinx parents yes i i have i've seen that disconnect again of you know the how i grew up what were the values that were instilled from you know generations and on the way that my household was and then the way that the world was when I stepped out of it. And that um, disconnect between being in a society that is now a little bit more open and talking about mental health and embracing, you know, that it's okay to struggle, that it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you, but just means that you're human and you're going to go through things. And it can be a very invalidating environment when you come home and you've now learned that the nerves, the overwhelming, you know, thoughts, the increased heart rate, that maybe the panic attacks that you're feeling is anxiety. And your parent just say, you're just being dramatic. That doesn't exist. That's not real. You just need to work harder. You know, whatever those messages that are being told can be very invalidating. And mainly because the parent probably heard that as well. Exactly. And when you're living in, like I said, that multi-generational household where mom and dad are there, well, now mom and dad are also part of that um, conversation. 
And even when that maybe that parent is trying to understand a little bit more like, okay, my child is expressing anxiety. How can I help them? Let me do some research. That voice and that message that was given to you growing up is still in your household. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And sometimes it's really hard to reframe that that message mm-hmm. that's kind of there for you, for sure. Any other takeaways you'd like to share regarding parenthood in Latinx community? I would say that I think the most important um, takeaway is really just finding the right resources for yourself. Um, Counseling is a process, as you and I know, and it takes a lot of courage to say, I'd like to go talk to someone and share with them my deepest concerns, things that I have maybe never told anyone, and be vulnerable in a space with someone who you've met for five minutes. Um, That there are other ways of understanding your mental health where you don't have to necessarily put yourself in such a vulnerable space. And like I said, there's a lot of resources out there um, through different Instagram accounts, um, different web pages that have now dedicated themselves to this as it's a growing topic, I think, in the U.S. Um, There are workshops that can be attended. There can be um, different conferences and conversations and presentations as well that people can look into. Um, And even if it is something that let's say someone is considering wanting to do, it's knowing that our role is to be there, to understand, to support, and to listen, and not to try and change what they're not ready to change yet. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, very well put. Carolina, thank you. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and information on this very important topic. Very much appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. This was very, very wonderful to be a part of and experience. And I hope that this is, you know, helpful for our listeners as, you know, everyone is starting or returning to their mental health journey. Um, And to know that counseling and and mental health isn't just for, for, a place to be diagnosed, but a place to be heard and supported and know that we hear you. We know that life can get really hard. And sometimes you need someone to sit there and tell you that it's okay. For sure. Thank you again. 